Welcome to the Sailorville Women's Podcast, where we want to help women grow in their walk with Christ, being rooted in God's Word and encouraging one another in the process. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Women's Sailorville Podcast. On this um, beautiful February day, we're recording this in early February when the weather is astonishingly wonderful. So hopefully by the time you hear this podcast in late February, we're still doing good. Um, today, this is Deb Blackman, and today I'm sitting here with Dee Grant. Hello. Hi. And we are going to visit about a ministry that she is um, spearheading here at Sailorville that I think you're going to be really interested in. But first, we're sitting here, like I said, we're sitting here just ahead of the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, and we have discovered that we are both football fans. So uh, two, one local uh, t- somewhat local team, since we don't have a local local team, but Kansas City Chiefs, and then the San Francisco 49ers. And I have, I don't know how dangerous it would be to start saying, who would you pull for? But for me, um, it's an even toss-up because those are both my very favorite teams. And it's not because I like their their uniforms. It's just because they're both good teams. Because so, otherwise, I sometimes do it that way. So Dee, who are you pulling for? Okay, I admit sometimes I do pick a uniform and go for that. And generally, I'm a Packers fan. Oh, minus Aaron, I do prefer it now the way it is. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the 49ers because Brock Purdy, he's a believer. He, he gives is. the glory to God at almost every game that I've watched. I think, and then the George Kittle Iowa connection as well. So I'm, I'm gonna cool. go with the 49ers. There you go. That's pretty cool. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. Um, so Dee, you've been at Sailorville for just a little bit. And so before we get to chatting about the ministry that we want to tell about to tell the ladies about, um, let's tell the ladies a little bit about you. Um, okay. How long have you been here? Who's your family? Yeah, we came in 2017. Um, and my family that attends here, um, would be my husband, Jim and my daughter, Sawyer who's 19, and my son, Jonah, who um, is in, they're both in the young adults ministry here. Um, And then my daughter, Alex, who is part of the Eden Core team. That's cool. And we have another daughter, but she lives in Minnesota. That's cool. That is cool. Um, And you've been here, you said, since 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're fairly new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the Sailorville realm. In the Sailorville realm. realm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because there's some that have been here for many, many, many years, and um, we still bring lots of good, you know, lots of people in. And so the ministry that we're going to be talking about today is today is actually how do we how do we get them connected? And it's called the connection team on yeah. the on the women's ministry in the women's ministry group. So Dee, tell us a little bit about what is this team? How how did it come about? Well, it came about from a situation that I encountered at a, a ladies' event a couple of years ago. And um, it was a game night mm-hmm. where we were to come and just hang out and get to know people and uh, play games. And I came with one gal who immediately um, clicked with a friend who was already there and they started chatting. And my daughter, Alex, who was here at the time, pulled me into her group um, of young adult gals and included me very nicely with her group. Um, but then her group started growing and growing and there really wasn't room at the table. And I thought, well, I'll just get up and 
join another table. I'm pretty extroverted, not really afraid to talk to people. And so I got up to do that thinking that would be an easy thing that I could just slide into another um, table, probably with people more my own age. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And it just didn't happen. And I stood around for five minutes, you know, even walked up to some tables to see if I could try to get in um, and couldn't really get a word in or Mm. like wasn't really even noticed. And I kind of went home with that. Um, Eventually my daughter saw that was happening and she invited me back to her table, even though it was huge and overflowing. Um, So I'm thankful for that. And and for the gals I got to meet at her table too. Um, But I realized um, that that shouldn't happen. And I kind of left that event feeling, you know, what can I do to help that? Because I felt like we need to be purposeful in noticing that yeah that's um, a, that's a sad tale I, I I hate to hear that that happened at Sailorville but it does happen when um, we do find ourselves in situations where um, we haven't connected with somebody that for a little while and mm-hmm. now we're we're in a casual situation so that is sad and I'm so glad you're uh, first still here but also starting to take care of a, a an intentional way to connect. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of, as I was talking to a friend who absolutely loves people more than anybody I've ever known, um, she and she was encouraging me to do something about it. And that's kind of where it came about and through prayer. And um, I approached Lindsay and just talked to her about it. And she encouraged me to come up with a plan. And I did. I wrote up a a purpose statement and um, kind of started gathering my people. That's cool. And first of all, ladies, as you're listening, you can tell this is a businesswoman. And so this is really cool. She's going to take care of this in a way that is going to make sense, but also glorify the Lord. This is really cool. <laughs> well, we try to. <laughs> um, so my my little but mighty team um, comes together and, and just attends normal Sailorville events, women's events, and just church on whenever church is happening. Um, and they make it a purpose. They, they purpose at each event to meet somebody new mm. or touch base with somebody they just recently met to what we call a second touch. We pray over those weekly. Um, after they've made those touches, they we have a text thread that we communicate with each time we have an event and they just um put the names of the people that they met any prayer requests they might have um and just share a little bit about the family or the gals or whoever they met um so that we can be praying for them and um keep them top of mind for then the following sunday or event or whatever is coming up so that's really cool how long have you been doing this um this is our second year Oh, it's been around a while. So it's something that's a little bit more behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so if a person is brand new to either an event or particularly on a, in, a, in church on a Sunday morning, what can they expect? What are they supposed to do? So actually, they don't need to do anything. Um, we keep our eyes peeled for you when you're new. Um, we're looking for those folks that maybe are sitting by themselves um, or maybe they are sitting maybe with their family, but it's obvious. You can kind of tell that maybe they are new. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really people approaching them or they're not in a conversation with people. Those are the the people that we're looking for. And 
we're also praying throughout the week that God would take us to who's mm-hmm. who's who we need to be with that morning, that we can kind of be Jesus with skin on in mm-hmm. church, you know, and um, just love on people so that they know that we want them here and that they feel loved. That's really cool. Um, I had an experience. Um, it's been about three months ago. My husband and I usually attend the first service, and we had reason we needed to be in the second service. So. We were sitting there. It probably was just a few minutes before church starts. And um, so I'd already sat down. I was sitting with my husband. And one of your sweet people came over and introduced themselves and wondered if, um, or I think they just said they, they hadn't met me before. So that was really sweet. I mean, they were they were targeting um, someone that, you know, me, that mm-hmm. they didn't recognize in, in that particular service. So you bring up a good point because there's times when I've gone up to meet somebody that's new to me, right? But they've been at Sailorville for forty years, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's awesome because we still can have great conversation. Right. And um, one of the things that we share with gals um, or or whoever we're speaking with um, are links to help them get involved. Because just because you've been here for twenty years does not mean you're plugged in. Oh which seems strange, but you could be attending, but not really finding where you fit. Yeah. Um, so we do try to help with that. Yeah. And so. True meaning of your connections word. I mean, that you're actually connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the links or some of the places that you try to say to women? Here's what you could do. Yeah. So we um, have ministry links to all of the different ministries available. They have them on their phone so that if somebody says that they would love to be involved in blah, 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 we can give them that link right then there, send it to their phone. Oh, that's um, cool. So they can reach out. Or if they don't feel comfortable doing that, we introduce them to mm-hmm. whoever they would like to to meet. And we pray over those folks um, during the week for that second touch so that maybe um, we can introduce other team members to them or um, we can be keeping in mind who we feel like might be a good friend match, which sounds kind of funny. Yeah. But you know, if you've ever met somebody and you think, oh, they would get along really well with fill in the blank. Uh-huh. We we try to also facilitate that. That's really cool. Making friend matches. How many people do you have on your team? Uh, I think there's eight of us. Yeah. So yeah, we're small, but just in the since this fall, I think we've made close to 200 connections. Wow. So what are some of the stories from some of those connections? Have most of the people, you know, come back, um, gotten connected themselves? How's that? How has that worked? It does feel like we're seeing them back again. Um, there's no specific reporting that I do with, um, with that as far as to cross-reference and see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that the gals are making those second touches with the people. And that the really cool thing is we're seeing the same people being um, uh, that our group is meeting different people in our group are meeting them like the next week or two weeks. Later. Oh, that's cool. And so they keep meeting yeah. our group. Um, so I love that. Yeah. That, that our, it's like God is saying, Nope, this is the person for you. This is, and it's the same person for all of us. Yeah. That's really for like cool. A month. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It's kind of like Jesus, like you just said to me earlier, Jesus with skin on. And mm-hmm. you have some, uh, a verse that I think you said was the kind yeah. of the, theme of how you how you want to approach being able to to be Jesus to the people here. Yeah, it's um the end of 1 John 3:18. We must not love with word or speech, but but with truth and action. And um so we're women of action, you know, kind of like Princess Bride. <laughs> we are men of action, but 
Only we're, we're ladies. The, we're the women. <laughs> we're the women. Um, so you're talking a lot about, you know, making contact with the women. What if it's a whole family or it's a, a man sitting there? What do you guys do with that? Yeah, we do have a couple of ladies that, that um, tend to, to meet groups of people instead of okay. just the individual ladies. Some of us kind of naturally gravitate to people that are alone. I think it's a comfort level thing and that's totally fine. I feel like God's ordained all of that, whatever, really whoever cool. he needs you to meet with. And he's gifted those women, I think, to be maybe even more um, courageous with a group. And some of us are more comfortable with the one-on-one. So yeah. it's both. It's cool. Yeah. Are you in all three services? We are. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so if a woman is listening right now and they're going, I, I would really like to be part of this. I want to help welcome people to Sailorville, whether it's just for the first Sunday or a women's event. How would they go about getting involved? They could either reach out to me directly. I'm here pretty much every Sunday. Um, or Lindsay. Okay. As long as you're a member, um, you can just send me a, a text and we can chat and talk about how you might fit in. Okay. Um, any other like qualifications? Like, do they have to be like super talkative or do they have to be like super smart with Bible <laughs> verses? No, no, you don't have to be super smart. I would say talkative is good. I think you kind of know if this is your thing. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, that being said, there were some gals who started off with us um, who decided after a bit, oh, you know, my my spouse really likes it when I sit with them okay. before service. So, I mean, that's something to think about too. Does it fit with your family dynamic for you to not be sitting with them for a little bit before the service or maybe to stay a little bit after the service? So um, that's a consideration um, because it does require a little bit of time away from probably your family. Right, and, and on a Sunday morning, I mean, each family, each group is going each person is going to decide how do I come to worship the Lord best mm-hmm. and can I have this level of, of interruption and be you know used of God in this way or do I need to be sitting and and preparing my heart to, mm-hmm. to worship on a Sunday morning so yeah I can understand that that somebody needs to take that into consideration so you mentioned that um, sometimes during the week or, or uh, you you have a text thread and you might pray mm-hmm. um, for these people so so the conversations can get not just introductory, but um, caring and loving. Oh, you bet. Um, people people sometimes, you know, the floodgates open and they just need to talk to somebody. Mm. Um, I feel like we feel a, a need there sometimes too. And, and occasionally that becomes a situation where um, that gal on my team then is kind of with that person for maybe a month or so and not so much doing the welcoming part, but I feel like that's where she's needed at the time. And wow. that's been pretty awesome to see and and for the relationships to grow and they're going out to coffee and they're having discipleship time together. You know, I mean, it's been very, very cool to see relationships grow. And um, a pastor at a church, my husband and I used to attend in Oklahoma, um, came to check on me one time because I had been gone because my mother was she was passing away and mm-hmm. I had been spending time um, taking care of her and he came to check and make sure I was okay because he said, you know, women need seven connections at any given um, situation, whether it's your neighborhood or 
your job or church to feel like they're a part of something. Mm. And he was, he, he wanted to make sure I had support and that I was getting it from the church. And that stuck with me, you know, um, just that whole concept of having your people. And can you name seven people, seven women that are there for you and would be there for you at, at a moment's notice? Um, that's kind of what we're moving toward, you know, your, mm. your people, your group, but also you have your group, but, but please be open to others and, and be loving and kind and accepting and including and, and all of that so that there aren't those women standing on the outside wishing they could come in. Yeah. 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 Game night's coming up again. So this is a real, for the women. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good call to action to really examine, um, how we do welcome others. So it doesn't have to be just you and the eight, right. but indeed all of us pulling up another chair at the table for, mm-hmm. for another woman. Yeah. And that was part of the goal when I first talked to Lindsay about this whole ministry was that we would be training up other women to just do this so that eventually all the women would just be just naturally doing that and welcoming and loving. And um, I, I think about a story, a good one, about a Sunday nights at Sailorville when my husband and I were brand new. And uh, a gal, Jenny Kleinfelter mm-hmm. and Randy came up and didn't know us and just started talking to us and said, would you like to go to dinner with us tonight? Oh, wow. And just went out to dinner. And that really was impactful for me. Um, so I just keep thinking about things like that, things where we can, it's action. Yeah. We're doing something. Yeah. We're we're not just sitting there thinking, Oh, there's a new person I see yeah. ten feet away. I'm glad they're here. Yeah. I'm glad they're hearing this great message that Pastor Pat is giving. Um, we need to also show them the love, the action. That's cool. That's cool. Well, Dee, thanks for taking time today to get this out here. Um, again, ladies, if this sounds like something you could um be used of God for or if it sound like, sounds like something that it would be useful for you to stretch to be able to be one of those people that greets um, another woman very intentionally, reach out to Dee. Um, Dee, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? They can text me. Okay. You want me to give my number? Um, let's, we'll do that in the um, show notes okay. so that we've got a number out there that you can get a hold of her with. And um, um, we'll see what uh, what God will do with with us all as we do some connections. So thank you, Dee. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, ladies, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. Join us next time as we make it our aim to see more women become more like Jesus. Jesus.